with another episode of Stand Up and Deliver. Some great chistosos opening up the show. Gareth Reynolds, Maria Shahada, and Jamar Neighbors. And our headliner, Jay Phillips. All of that coming up right now. Welcome to Stand Up and Deliver! All right, I like your excitement. We're going to bring up your next comedian of the evening. Please put your hands together for Gareth Reynolds. Hi, everybody. Nice, thank you. Thanks for coming out. Love the stage, and a lot of pastels, that's beautiful. Wasn't always successful standing in front of the uh, pastels. I used to dress up like superheroes for kids' birthday parties. A lot of people don't think that's a real job. That's a real job. For four years of my life, I would dress up like superheroes or headed characters for kids' birthday parties. And on the weekend, I would go to their house, I would entertain them, do some magic, get in my car, cry, do it over and over and over again. One time I was dressed up like Buzz Lightyear for a one-year-old. And as I'm walking to my car, still dressed as Buzz Lightyear, mind you, which to me really is the walk of shame. A lot of people say that a one-night stand is a walk of shame. No, 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 no. That's not a walk of shame. You just had sex with a stranger and are by yourself. To me, best case scenario. You hand me a free sandwich at that moment, I'm like, is this a trap? What's going on right now? Walk of shame is being 30 years old. Dressed as Buzz Lightyear. Walking to a Honda Civic that's probably not gonna start. Eating a Dixie cup full of pasta a Russian mom just gave you as a tip. That's a shameful walk. So I take that walk and as I get close to my car, I hear this five-year-old kid from one of those little bounce houses. And this five-year-old kid goes, hey, Buzz Lightyear. I sort of stop, I'm like, yeah, kid. And he goes, suck my dick. <laughs> I don't care how much Buzz loves Woody, that is not going down, everybody, okay? That's not happening. Went and got a full Gambit STD test recently. Anyone done that? Of course not. Nerve-wracking experience when you do that. It's a weird waiting room. As I'm leaving, I go up to the window to the nurse, and I'm just like, hey, when do I, uh, you know, when do I, when do I, you know, find out? She's like, oh, well, you might not hear anything. I was like, one more time? She's like, you might not hear anything. See, the way we do it here is if you don't get a call from us in the next 10 days, then you're fine. I was like, what? She's like, if you don't hear from us in the next 10 days, then you're fine. You have nothing to worry about. Don't worry about it. I got outside, I'm like, is there a weirder way to handle this situation? That is not a business model. Nobody has ever done that. Why it's for STDs, I know not, but nobody's ever done that. You never got for a job interview and the guy's like, Jerry, it was great to sit down and finally meet you. Okay, your resume's impeccable. You seem like a team player. If you don't hear from us in the next 10 days, you got the job, you're hired, buddy. Just show up. We're out of our minds. It doesn't work like that. And the reason it doesn't work like that is, is that for the next 10 days, the next 10 business days, every time your phone rings, you freak out. You're just in another room, you hear the phone ring, you perk up, you're like, oh God, that's AIDS. That's the AIDS call. But then it's bound to happen that over the course of those 10 days, you're gonna get a call from a number that you don't know. You've never seen before in your life. That's a terrifying moment. You're just sitting there looking down at your phone as it lights up and vibrates. Number you've never seen, you're like, oh God. Oh God, that's AIDS for sure, look at that one. 
Area code 818, may as well be AIDS 18. I'm dying. I'm going to die. Start to hear your heart race as you look down. It's like. It's like a Hitchcock shot. Your vision just slowly zooms in, like. Hello? Hello, is it AIDS? Oh, I already know that it is. Just tell me that it is already. Oh, the cable company. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm glad to hear from you. No, no, no. I just, I thought that I had AIDS. Wow. Oh. Pay the bill. I will when you make the internet work. Bye-bye. Isn't it crazy that the only person on record to have beaten AIDS has a name like Magic Johnson? How the hell did we not see that coming? His name literally translates to wizard dick and he beat AIDS. Guys, I'm Gareth Reynolds to join the rest of the night. Thank you. Right on, you can catch her on Showtime's Bridging the Gap and in the movie, Just Like Us, put your hands together for Maria Shehata. How's it going? So I'm living alone. Finally. I'm doing it. I don't have a roommate. All right, you don't have to be happy for me. I'm excited. That's the whole point of living alone. I don't need you. Uh, it feels good. I've just, I've like lived with Craigslist roommates for the past 10 years, just finding all my roommates on Craigslist, which is weird for me. I just realized that's a little ironic because I would never date anybody I've met on Craigslist. Like if you ever like look for love on Craigslist, like you, have you seen those ads? It's all just pictures of genitals. Like it's just <laughs> really disgusting genitals all over Craigslist. So I would never ever look for a date on Craigslist, but I will live with you. <laughs> No, I'm Egyptian, uh, but everybody just always comes up and starts speaking Spanish to me. It's okay. I'm used to it. You'd think I would learn Spanish, but I don't. I, one guy get really mad at me, and he's just like, what's the matter, mija? Your mama never taught you Spanish? And I'm like, no, because I'm Egyptian. That would be weird. I, I barely learned Arabic. And he just wouldn't have it, because he was like, You're, he was like, you half? And I'm like, no, I'm just not. <laughs> like, he was just mad at me. And I was just like, look, I get it. I, I know, I get it. I'm short. I'm brown. My name is Maria. I have a big butt. Like, I've tricked you. I understand. <laughs> but I'm 100% Egyptian. So if I could just go back to eating my burrito, that would be amazing. <laughs> I lost my job. I was waiting tables. Not a good server. And I understand that. Like, we had mystery shoppers, which... That means that somebody comes in and pretends to be an, uh, like a, pretends to be an audience member. That would be the best. Uh, they, they pretend to be diners, <laughs> and, uh, and they like rate you. And my manager took me aside one day, and he was like, you've been mystery shopped, and you got a negative 11%. And I was like, what's passing? <laughs> he was like, 95%. I was like, OK, so that's low. Negative 11% is not even a number. Like, that's not even fair. Like, I didn't get to flip a table over or spit in anyone's face. I was trying. I was trying to do a good job. And I just didn't, like, I remember this table. The guy, like, had ordered, he, like, was cutting the corn off his cob. And, like, to be helpful, I was like, sir, you know, you can order it that way. And he was like, I did. I was like, that's right, you did. You, you know. 
uh, you know, I'll be right back with your Diet Coke. And he's like, I had a Sprite, just quit your life. So I was never good at serving. And like, they always make you talk to people as a server. If you're ever wondering why your server's talking to you, it's because they have to, they, we have no choice. And, uh, and I was never good at that. Cause like, um, we have to make small talk. I, I don't know how, like this one lady, she was pregnant and I don't know what to say to pregnant people. Like, I don't know anything about babies and I don't really care. So I was just like, ah, you're pregnant. Awesome. So, mm, when's the baby due? She's like October, and I was like, "So you guys had sex in January?" <laughs> Is that when the condom broke? <laughs> That's it for me, you guys. I'm Maria Shahada. Thank you. you may have seen him on Tosh Point oh, Put your hands together for Jamar Neighbors. Yeah. What's up, Negro faces? <laughs> Ladies, if you're looking at me like, man, that's a sexy dude. I know. My mother told me this morning. She didn't say sexy, she was like, hey, Jamar, if you aren't my son, I'd put this pink monster all on your face. I was like, what is a pink monster? Oh, oh. Thanks, but no thanks, mom. You know how I feel about women with kids, okay? My mom's gonna be so excited. He's on TV, ah! I know she's gonna be excited. You should've saw how she was acting at my high school graduation. I was walking across the stage. She was wearing a skirt and stuff. She just lifted it up, talking about, that's my baby! He came out of here! That's my son, he came out of here! Wait a minute, wait a minute, no. No, 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 Jamal came out of here, he was C-section. He came out of here! I was molested, sorry. That's why I talk like this. Sorry to break the news so heavy. A priest did it, all right? Not a Catholic priest. It was just a dude named Priest that did it. <laughs> priest Williams was his name. He um, picked me up from the park, touched me, dropped me back up at the crib. It was crazy. I don't trip, man. It was like a date that I was too young to appreciate. That's how I look at it. You ever kind of want to stay with the kidnapper because he treats you better than your parents do? Like, this dude got puppies, popsicles, Nintendo. Hell no, I don't know how to ride a ransom, no. I'm staying with you, priest. You know what I'm saying? I didn't have a father growing up. I used to just rob people, you know, to make do with my time, you know? I longed for a father so much. One day, I robbed a dude for his father. Break yourself. Give me your daddy. Watch out, football. Watch out. Don't be no hero. You teach me how to tie my shoe. Teach me how to tie my shoe. What? Bunny ears. What? Well, what a bunny ear. What a bunny ears. What? Okay. You coming home with me. Yeah, tuck me in, tuck me in. Yeah, <laughs> tighter. All right, now get in there and have sex with my mama. Hurry up. Time waits for no one. Cause life was hard in the hood. Yeah, it was hard. Hey, how soon after your friend dies did you complain that the clothes he got shot in was your stuff? <laughs> That was my hoodie, money. Your Ronald was cool, but one of y'all owe me a jersey, dog. For real, man. Hey, I ran into some racism recently. That was crazy, you know. I was chilling in Olive Garden with my Negroes, you know. Just doing my thing, you know, and uh, I kind of started it. Uh, I leaned over to this older white lady and I go, hey, ma'am. <laughs> Do you have a problem with the N-word? <laughs> and she goes, oh, I don't have a problem with the word. It's the people I can do without. 
I was like, what? He's like, you heard me. You and your people need to go back to prison. Like, prison? Like, I've never even been to prison. Apparently, go back to prison is the new go back to Africa, you know? She said that like I get birthright back to San Quentin or something. I don't get birthright. I can't trace family members back to Ancestry.com. Like, says here, I'm an uncle named Hezekiah Neighbors who got the gas chamber in the 1940s for farting in a whites-only restaurant. Like, I never happened. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, man? Is this thing on? <laughs> she ain't crack a smile or that's Botox. I don't know what the... <laughs> Jesus Christ. I don't know, man. You better tickle your girlfriend, man, if I do it. Hello. Because I've been molested, remember? Okay. <laughs> hey, you guys have been great. God bless you. I'm Jamar Neighbors. Good night. You guys ready to do your headliner tonight? You may have seen this guy on Semi-Pro and Baby Mama. Put your hands together for Jay Phillips. Hey, what's up, everybody? One more time for Jose's vest. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I could wear a vest like that. I can't do it no more. I'm a dad. When you become a father, you lose all your cool points like that. Actually, I'm just really happy to be out the house tonight. I can give a damn what I'm really doing. I'm being a dad. That's what it is. Now, my son got caught sexting a couple weeks ago. All right? Now, let me tell you this story. It's pretty cool. Uh, I didn't really care, to be honest with you, because I'm a man. Let's think about it. There's some men out there watching this right now, listening right now, all right? Some of y'all have boys. Now, you know what I'm talking about. If you're a man with a boy, you kind of know what I'm talking about when it comes to finding your son sexting. You know what I mean? First of all, you really don't care. You know, you're just like, ah, whatever. I don't care about that. And then you think about it as the man of the house. It's my job to discipline you for doing such. You ever try to discipline somebody uh, that you're not mad at? <laughs> that don't work. I probably wouldn't have never said nothing, but my old lady called him. I didn't catch him. So she was mad. So she come in the room yelling at me until I yell at him. We all in the same room. She could have yelled directly at him, but she wanted to mess my goddamn day up. <laughs> you know your son was sexting. What's that? He was talking nasty to the little girls on the text messages. She sent them nasty pictures, too. Let me see him. <laughs> Give me that goddamn phone. <laughs> Shout out to anybody who didn't get the pinch and zoom technique. <laughs> Upgrade your phone. My joke is current. I like Barack, man. I found out just how hard his job is. That's a tough job. He can't please nobody. And no matter what he does, somebody is mad at him. Can't make nobody happy, man. Even the black people get mad at him. I'm talking about he's not black enough. Now, that's some crazy shit to say to somebody. You are not black enough. First of all, Barack Obama does plenty black people stuff. You just got to pay it attention. That's all. Did y'all know that the president of the United States plays basketball inside the White House every Wednesday night because he had a basketball court built right over top of that bowling alley that used to be in there for a long time? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that is black people shit right there. <laughs> I don't like when people yell out in the middle of his press conferences. I think that's kind of dumb. You know, that's the president. You ain't supposed to be able to get away with that. You're not supposed to have hecklers as the president. That's crazy. He'd be talking. It's not like he don't talk well. He talks about things, and somebody would just yell out, Hey, Obama, what's going on with your little health care plan? Now, in one of these days, I think they're going to forget that he's black, and he's going to snap. <laughs> and I'd love to be there that day that he snaps. I'm like, Hey, Obama! Uh, uh, now, 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 first of all, fuck you. <laughs> uh, now, now, I got this one. I'll, I'll jump down off this stage, and I'll kick your ass myself. 
Now you, you, you think I'm bullshit, you ask Osama. <laughs> now, now, is there anybody else in here got anything they need to say? That's what the hell I thought. I can't wait to meet the guy. I know I'm gonna meet him one day. Um, I don't know if I'd like to hang out with him now. Time Magazine made him the most recognizable person on earth. That's a little bit too much pressure to be hanging out with a guy that's the most popular person on earth or the most famous person on earth. That's, that's a way a bit too much. But I like to hang out with like pre-presidential Barack. He was probably a cool ass dude. Huh? You think about it? I think he probably would have made one of the greatest wingmen of all time. Huh? Look at his wingman qualities. He got a lot of wingman qualities, don't he? Just a good-looking guy, okay? He's really well-spoken. He's intelligent. He got confidence. He could talk himself into anything. He done talked himself into being the first black president. You don't think he can help you get some ass at the club? He'd make an amazing wingman. He'd be like, oh, shit, Barack. You see them in the back? You think we can get them? Uh, you're meeting them right over there. Like, yeah, dog, then what you think? I'll, I'll, I'll be right back. <laughs> now, now when I call for you, you come on over. You got that cool walk. You know you got that presidential walk. You from Chicago. He got something to say when he get there. He done walked up on the ladies. Oh, excuse me, ladies. I, I, I saw you looking at me while I was looking at you. <laughs> I, 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 I was just wondering, maybe I could be the first gentleman to come over here and offer you ladies some drinks. Now, 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 before I do that, let me ask you something. What, what are your plans? <laughs> well, my plan was to come to the club, so I called my girlfriend up and we met at the club. Now, now, now that's pretty good. But you have to have better plans than that. How about you listen to my plan? My plan is simple. And that's when the game kicks in, you know what I mean? Like, uh, now, me and my friend right over there, come, come on over. Now, now, we're gonna buy you ladies some drinks. Now, when, when you're getting these drinks, I need you to realize this. You can get any type of drinks you want. You can get drinks from the top shelf. Drinks from the middle shelf. Hell, you can drink beer all night. Doesn't matter to me because it's all included in the plan. <laughs> now, 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 after we drink, uh, hopefully the DJ's playing something cool because uh, we're, we're going to get out there and we're going to dance. Uh, and after we dance and after we drink, uh, if you're anything like me, uh, you're, you're, you're going to be slightly hungry. Never fear. Also included in our plan is something to eat. Now, now, now I realize this. We're, we're going through some pretty tough times. <laughs> And, and when we get out of here, it's going to be fairly late. That might force me to take you to a place that you might not normally want to go. We might end up at Denny's. Or, or, or maybe even IHOP. Never, never, you never know. But whatever it is, we're going to feed you, and we're going to get you back to wherever it is you need to go safely. But before we do, there are going to be some questions. But before we get to these questions, we're going to ask you to do one thing. We're going to want you to reflect. We want you to reflect back to when you put on that beautiful dress. We want you to reflect back to when you, you, you met two gentlemen. They, they, they came up to you and they bought you drinks. They took you dancing and they also took you to get something to eat. Now, ladies, that's the trifecta. <laughs> we also need you to realize this. You didn't have to pay for anything throughout this whole evening. That is the economic boost in my plan. <laughs> because now you get to use that money later on in the week for other things that you may really need. Things like daycare. Now, now, my question to you is simple. Can I have sex with you? Now, 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 if you're as American as I think you are, and you're smart as you are beautiful, there's, there's really one answer that should be coming out of your mouth. Yes, we can. <laughs> Jay Phillips, y'all.
I'm Royal Oaks. Next time on Too Many Lawyers, COVID continues to reshape the law. Supreme Court arguments will be held by teleconference. The justices won't even know if the lawyers are wearing pants, which is fair given the eternal mystery of what's under those black robes. Los Angeles County is springing 25% of its inmates. The sheriff suggests folks get ready for what might be a spike in crime. Check it all out on the next episode of Too Many Lawyers.